Our body holds the record for emotional, physical and psychological trauma as well as trauma from the collective consciousness. Hi, my name is Yvette Rose, author and founder of Metaphysical Anatomy, which is a book of 679 medical elements where I captured information and data of people that collectively shared the same emotional traumas and triggers behind certain elements. And guys, welcome to today's topic and also the memory of trauma. This is such a deep and vast conversation. This can go on for days, but I kind of wanted to talk about this a little bit because I feel so intrigued by it because it's one of the things that I'm extremely interested in and also hence why I wrote the book Metaphysical Anatomy. The way that we store trauma, the memories of that, where does it come from? How deep does it go? When does the expression of it come up? Why does the expression of it sometimes also come up? These are all really great questions and so many of you have asked me this question so I'm thinking let's answer this in a video because there's so much to say about it so as most of you know but right, as we mature our emotional body also bears the burden of everything that it has been through in your life and it also holds and for example expressions from ancestral predispositions and also which for example now normally things that also happened, of course, in our past. It's not just from our ancestry. But I do strongly believe that we are an expression of our ancestors. And we also think that we are expressing perhaps our stress, you know, from our environmental triggers. Absolutely. That's initially probably the trigger point. But in reality, right, there's also a big part of our emotional reactions that belongs to our genetic makeup, our ancestors. Instinctive responses is a very good example. Now, also keeping in mind that our environment and how we react to it, you know, there's two thirds almost responsible for how we express our emotions and also ailments. Only a third is directly connected to our genetic predispositions, or so they say. By saying that, people behind the research of these concepts, but then, you know, I also have to ask the question and also perhaps the reason why you respond the way that you do to your environment also depends on your emotional and your mental resilience towards your environment. And also, where do you think that resilience comes from? What determines how strong or weak you're going to show up towards your environment? You see, your DNA lineage actually plays a really big role in that. Disease thresholds are also part of the third being expressed through your ancestry. But what about emotional thresholds towards stress? Meaning, let's for example say a specific emotion has been experienced and also felt so deeply for so long because of specific types of traumas that now keep repeating themselves over generations. And this is now in the case, for example, where the body's ability to cope and deal with this emotion has been exhausted. And along with the emotional exhaustion, certain physical areas and also vital organs in the body can then also start to suffer because of the stress that is being felt. And it's a matter of time when the body's threshold to withstand a certain type of stress collapses. And then the next phase that you, for example, can move into can be, say, depression, anxiety, heart attacks, panic attacks, 
and the list can go on. Now, where is all the stress being stored? They always say that the body keeps the record, and I agree. It really is true. I mean, this is based on what all my research has been going on for all these years. And so, when we look at the memories of trauma, yes, we store it cognitively, we store it in the brain. And we store a big chunk and aspect of that also in the hippocampus, which is also known as our emotional brain, where we store very deep sentimental emotional memories as well. Other aspects where memories are also being stored and being basically programmed is behavioral memories that we, for example, have in our muscles. We have it in our reflexes. We have it also in muscles that are connected to our instinctive responses. We also have certain trauma in, in memories actually being stored in the physical body throughout the physical body. And this is why I designed MIT and why I love this because I've come to learn after having worked with thousands of people over the years that certain emotional triggers flares up in specific parts in the body because over the generations we stored certain emotional stress in certain parts of the body and so that is why sometimes when we work really hard and we hunch over we, we, we have a bad posture and then we have certain emotions that we feel during that time it's being stored in our back which is normally being energized in the form of feeling responsible, feeling pressured. So now the stress in the back and where it's hunched, all these emotions can become accumulated there because that is the weak point in the body. That is the part in the body that's being stressed. And so our emotional stress that we're feeling becomes stored there. And here is how it works. When we feel a certain thought or emotion, it fires off through the electromagnetic fields in the, in the neurotransmitters. And these electromagnetic fields are projected outward into the body. And so now, these electromagnetic fields has the capacity to control and manipulate matter, atoms. You are made of matter and atoms. And so now this pieces of information through the electromagnetic field moves in through what I would call like the vortex. You know, it's being projected outward and it comes back in. Outward and it comes back in. So now look what happens when it comes back in. These electromagnetic fields gravitate. They tend to gravitate to and, and become stored and anchored in more in parts in the body that's experiencing stress. So in this case now it's physical stress because maybe you're hunched over at the desk. So how you're feeling is now being stored and held more so, predominantly so, in the area where you feel that physical stress. Whereas it, it's not necessarily gravitating to other areas where it also could have. So that is what I would call like an anchoring in of an injury based on how you feel. Now these anchoring in moments have been developed over many generations and many generations. Hence why you don't necessarily need to have an injury in order to have certain emotions that's being projected through the field to be stored and being triggered in different parts of the body. And that is what a big part of the book Metaphysical Anatomy also is about. Now what we also have is we have the heart which also projects high volumes of electromagnetic fields and is 5,000 times stronger than the brain. And what this means is that the heart can think and feel almost independently to the brain. Because if you had to take a piece of tissue of the heart and give it to a brain surgeon or for a neuroscientist to look under a microscope, 
they will think that it's a piece of the brain. We always have neurotransmitters also in the heart. And memories can also be stored in the heart. Then we also have the gut. And here in the gut, we also have neurotransmitters, not as strong as the heart. But we can also make decisions and think and feel from the gut. You know that feeling of like, I have this gut feeling that something is not right. I have this suspicion of something not feeling, feeling a bit, a little bit off, but you can't put your finger on it. That's a really great example of that. Memories where we tend to feel perhaps a threat is normally stored in the gut. Of course, also in the heart and the brain, but it can be spread out through these three centers. And when we look at how the body stores trauma, because when we have an instinctive response coming up, we have the emotional distress of it coming with it as well. But instinctive responses are triggered without your conscious thought being needed. So when that, that instinctive response is triggered, it's triggered in the brain. And then it jolts through the nervous system and also through the instinctive muscles. But it jolts through the heart and through the gut. That is why we sometimes have this feeling of like, there's a part of me that wants to do this. There's a part of me that's like, I don't know if I should. You feel that inner conflict. Now, sometimes we say it's between the head and the heart. Well, it could also be between the heart and the gut. Because when we, think in, when we think and when we feel certain emotions, when we have certain instinctive reactions, it moves through these three points. Now, it depends which area it becomes stuck in. That can be different for everyone. But when we tap back into these memories, these points become activated. That's also why when you feel certain emotions or em like sadness or grief or certain other stress factors, it can flare up in your heart or it can flare up in your gut. And these emotions can become so strong that we can actually have gut problems we can have gas we can have constipation we can have you know all sorts of you know ailments or reactions coming and being manifested based on the stress meaning if the stress goes away the reaction in the physical body goes away so it's stress related anxiety having heart palpitations all these things are really great examples of that for example headaches as well the list is endless but that was just to name a few so you see how the memory of trauma can be stored in so many different aspects throughout the whole body as well. And in my technique, Metaphysical Anatomy, I talk a lot about also ancestral trauma and how and where that's stored in the master cell and how to shift and release that in the physical body as well. Because these memories are also being triggered. These memories are also coming up. And phobias are a really great example of potential ancestral memories being triggered. So guys, thank you for joining me here. So just wanted to share that fun aspects about how certain memories of trauma can be stored throughout the body. And if you want to learn more, you can always jump onto my videos at eventvideos.com. Watch the video, Basic Understanding of MAT. And if you're interested to learn how to heal, shift and resolve these memories, these trauma points, whether it's in your lifetime or your ancestry, Come join us at the Metaphysical Anatomy live and live online events as well. And you can always find out more at eventbrosevents.com. Until next time, keep asking these really great questions. Be the light that you are. Hi guys, thank you for joining me and remember to grab your copy of Metaphysical Anatomy on Amazon 679 Medical Elements. 
and I also wrote about the psychosomatic root causes of that and I'm spoiling it because I even added key points for you to start looking at important questions that you can ask yourself to start improving your quality of life and also remember to catch me on Instagram Yvette Rose one with the digit one and metaphysical anatomy on our Facebook fan page bye guys